0: And it is time for Couch Potato Radio here on the Mighty 790 KFGO. As I mentioned earlier, Derek is out at U.S. Bank Stadium watching the Vikings as they came back to get a big win against the Denver Broncos. Uh, Let's check in with Derek. Derek, how's it going?
1: All right, thank you very much, Joel. Well, what an exciting game, yeah. There's no question. Uh, Come from behind victory, 27 unanswered points in the second half for the Minnesota Vikings. And, uh, boy, I I don't know what more to say. I mean, they uh, were able to come back. There were certainly a lot of battles going on there. It was really a case of the Vikings just coming out flat, and I joked on Facebook a little bit earlier about how it was very reminiscent of what we saw yesterday with the Minnesota Golden Gophers in Kinnick Stadium against the Iowa Hawkeyes and the fact that they just did not get anything going at all and they were flat-footed, the offense was out of sync, they had no way to get off the field on third down against the Broncos, and that really was the kind of the case all game long. I thought Allen had a good game at quarterback for the Broncos, and that's something I think that the Vikings are going to have to look at. Their pass defense is not really that stout right now, and I think that is an understatement. So that is something that they're going to have to address. There's no question, but uh, a nice victory for the Minnesota Vikings. And, you know, and a nice win going into the bye week. You know, they can get healed up a little bit. They do have some injuries. Obviously, Adam Thielen being out is a, a big void, and I don't think there's much argument about that. So that's something that they're going to have to deal with. A few other things to kind of look at is the fact that this offense needs to get in sync early. And I thought that this tone, and it seems weird to say this, but I think the tone of the game was said early when you have one, the best running back in the NFL at this moment. And you can argue a few others, but I don't think there's any question that Delvin Cook has been the best running back. And on a third one play, you give it to C.J. Ham. And a couple times, you give uh, do a quarterback sneak with Kirk Cousins, who's not really the most fleet of foot. He's a tall quarterback, but he's not thick by any standards. Give it to your guy, Delvin Cook, or put in Alexander Madison, who I think has a lot of, uh, certainly a lot of uh, strength whenever he runs the ball. There was some real, I questioned a lot of those moves by the and some of those play calls by the Vikings today. Another big play that did not come back to bite them in the end, but really could have because it extended a drive and the Vikings scored and then looked like it had been a three and out. And I thought the fact that you had Eric Wilson jump outsides in that punt was one of the bigger plays of the game, and so we will chat about that coming up in just a little bit. But we'll talk to some of the players and all that stuff, and get all some you know a little feedback on what they have to say about this victory. But. to Obviously, uh, we're live here at U.S. Bank Stadium for this victory over the Denver Broncos. My good friend James Holm from MSNBC is the producer of AM Joy with Joy Reid. He's in town doing a few things. He was here for his mother's 80th birthday. By the way, happy birthday, Nancy Holm. And uh, so he was here for that, and we're down and uh, doing a few things here. But uh, we will kind of co-host and kind of go over the game a little bit, too. So a lot more to come here. This is Couch Potato Radio here on the Mighty 790 KFG. Come over here.
0: this is the mighty 790 kfgo six minutes after five o'clock joel morgan here in studio Derek hansen out at u.s bank stadium for couch potato radio he was there for the vikings great win and uh, let's get you back out there with Derek
1: all right thank you joe We're here with tyler conklin and uh well pa was just over here talking about a big third down catch and every little play really comes into big in a game like this doesn't it yeah 100 um
2: i was just happy i mean i'm out there in a clutch moment and got the opportunity and i'm just happy i got to make a play
1: for my team a lot of uh, big tight in plays today i mean obviously irv smith jr gets his first touchdown and rudolph are wide open on a play i mean just every little thing you guys are such an integral part of what you guys are trying to do yeah, um, we. I mean, we have a great group. We go in there and work our butts off
2: every day, and we, we think we've got the best tight end group in the NFL. And uh, I'm super happy for Irv scoring his first touchdown. And, um, I mean, Rudy's been on a roll lately, so I think we just need to keep keep it going as a team, and
1: um, we got a great group. You kind of got that blue-collar thing going, right, doing all the nitty-gritty work inside with the running game. How frustrating was the first half? Because nothing could just seem to be clicking against a very good defense. Yeah, we came in knowing that, I mean, they lost a lot of close games this year, and the record didn't show how good they were as a
2: team. And, um, I mean, the first half he didn't play as well as he wanted to but um, I mean, we went in
1: the second half, made some adjustments, and came out with a little fire lid and made some things happen. How big was that opening drive? Did you kind of talk about that in the locker room at halftime? Because you knew you were going to get the ball. I think, you know, getting the touchdown was pretty key to set the tone.
2: Yeah, 100%. Um, we knew we had to kind of play fast and I have to throw the ball a little more with being down 20. But, uh, I mean, just to be able to come out and move the ball like we did and push the tempo, that was huge. To, just as a team to know that we can do both things. We can run the ball and grind it out, and
1: we can speed it up and, and air it out. So Yeah, it's funny you say that because, I mean, I think – when you have a defense, that's obviously you you got got the front line there that's still there from going back to the Super Bowl days. And it's got to be something where you know it's going to be tough to run the ball, but you're able to come back throwing it. I mean, that that was kind of a big step for this team, I think. Yeah, I agree. It was huge. Just like I was, just like I was saying, to be able
2: to—I mean, we're not one-dimensional. We can do just—we play action. We can run the ball. We can drop back and throw. We can change the tempo, and just goes to show. uh, I mean, we got great coaches, and we got pieces everywhere on offense
1: and defense, and um, we just got to keep it going. It was a late bye week this year. I'm guessing you're kind of glad it's coming at this time, though, huh?
2: Yeah, it was a late bye week, but it it works out. I mean, you don't want the beginning of the year where you're you're still fresh, and
1: it's a good be able to go and recoup after you know a a nice little run. Yeah, for sure. Hey, have a great week off. Good luck against Seattle. You too. I appreciate it. You bet. Tyler Conklin again with us, a tight end for the Minnesota Vikings. Back to you, Joel. All
0: right, thank you, Derek. He is out there at U.S. Bank Stadium right now, and uh, we'll check in again with Derek here. You're listening to Couch Potato Radio on the Mighty 790 KFGO. Again, a big victory for the Vikings coming from behind to defeat the Denver Broncos, and uh, Derek's got another player lined up for us. We'll hear more of that when we return. It's Couch Potato Radio on the Mighty 790. As we mentioned, Derek is out right now at U.S. Bank Stadium. And we got another player lined up. Derek, who are we talking to?
1: All right, thank you very much, Joe. We're here with Jaleel Johnson. And I tell you, what a battle, huh? All the way you guys got up to a slow start. What was said at halftime? Because I'm sure you guys were pretty frustrated.
3: Yeah, I mean, you uh, just had to go out there in the second half and just, you know, just play better football, you know. All across the board, offense and defense, you know, and I, I felt like we did a pretty good job, you know, making some
1: adjustments going into the second half. Did they show you some stuff on film that, or on the field that you didn't see on film? They yeah, kind of threw a lot of wrinkles out there. Yeah,
3: there were a few things that you know that they did out there that you know we uh, that we didn't see on the film, you know, and that's football. You know, you just got to play what you see. You know, that's that was the biggest thing all week. You know, just play what you see, and uh, you know, I felt we did a pretty good job doing that. Last
1: couple of weeks, right down the wire, for both against Dallas and now Denver. My goodness, this bye week, I'm sure, it's coming at time, huh? Oh, man, it's <laughs> much needed. But, you know, um, you know, these past two weeks, you know,
3: I felt our team has played hard. We played tough against really, really two really good opponents, you know, and, um, you know, I wish those I wish those teams, you know, good luck moving forward. You know? Um, you know, like I said, we just, you know, we just work hard every single day for moments like this. And, um, you know, just by we coming up, we've got some time to really just relax and you know, get our minds and bodies right, and when we come back, it's
1: you know, it's back to the grind. I'm guessing you know you got to feel good about you know with Linval out for the past couple of weeks, you filled in. You guys have done a very good job up the middle. I'm sure you're fe- feeling pretty good about your play. Absolutely. You know, it's
3: it's all about you know the next man in, you know, being able to go in and not and not miss a beat. And um, you know, I feel like uh, Coach Dre and Coach Rob, they do a great job in preparing us all throughout the week. So no matter who's down or no matter who's up, you know it's
1: you know you got to react to it and you know it's next man in. All my, all my year, years of covering football, all you guys say, well, both sides get paid to win, you know, and that was really the case the past couple weeks, certainly today. I mean, they came out to play.
3: Yeah, they did. You know, that running back is pretty good. You yeah. know, that threw
1: really, them really good receivers. So we had to really... You know, step our game up this week. So, yeah, their their record probably wasn't indicated how balanced they are, right? I mean, because I think, and you know how it goes, that some of these games can just get frustrating. You lose by a, a small amount of points, and I think that was the case with yeah, Denver. Exactly, exactly. You know,
3: we don't, you know, we don't focus on records here. Wherever we play, you know, we don't focus on records. You know, it's, you know, we got to focus on, you know, being able to go out and just play that team. You know, records don't really mean anything, really. You know, we just we went out there and we just, you know, we just played, just played our hearts out, just played our balls off, and
1: you know, we came away with a with a victory. Hey. Nice game today. Good luck. Have a good bye week and good Thank luck you. in Seattle. Thank you. Thank you. All right, back to you, Joel.
0: Thank you, Derek. We'll check in again with him. He is again out at U.S. Bank Stadium. A big come from behind win coming for the Minnesota Vikings here today. And uh, Derek is uh, in the locker room right now, grabbing up some players and talking about that. We'll hear more from Derek on Couch Potato Radio as that continues on here on the Mighty 790 KFGO. It is Couch Potato Radio on the mighty 790 KFGO. Joel Morgan in studio out at U.S. Bank Stadium. Derek Hansen, and he's grabbing some Vikings players to talk about. The Vikings come from behind win against the Denver Broncos. Before we send it back to Derek, just want to remember to get on to KFGO.com and vote for our charities as a winning charity will be announced December 23rd. They will take the proceeds from that KFGO cookbook. Thanks to everyone who submitted recipes for that. But KFGO.com, that is a place to get out there and uh, get voting and uh, pick the charity that will get the proceeds from that cookbook. Uh, let's get you back out to Derek Hanson out at U.S. Bank Stadium.
1: Alright, thank you very much here with uh, Dakota Dozier and well, you uh, live the oldest cliche in football, the next man up and that's the way it went Josh out today and against a very good defensive line, you know Denver, you know, may, the record may not be the greatest, but when you're led by Von Miller and that whole crew you know you're dealing with a, a lot of good guys up front
4: Absolutely, you know, uh, it is next man up, uh, and that's just the way this game is uh, so if you if you want to get another opportunity, you got to be prepared uh, and so to go up against this defense, you know the record isn't great, but they, they've been a great defense all year long, uh, and so we dug ourselves a whole but uh, we found a way to keep banging and banging and, and get it done then.
1: How frustrating was that? Because it seemed like they were you know, showing you a lot of different stuff. And you guys couldn't get in a rhythm. And, of course, the on the other side, of the defense was having troubles with different looks that the new quarterback was giving. It was just a first half of nightmares, wasn't it?
4: You know, we just found a way to keep stubbing our toe. Um, and, you know, we came in here at halftime and said, all right, we're done. Let's get back to playing the ball the way we know we can. Uh, and I think it was huge to come out there, get the kickoff, and just go straight down and score. Uh, that brought life back to offense and defense. Uh, and so then to be able to score, you know, 27 points and— Defense stand tall within the game. It's huge.
1: Yeah, I think you mentioned that too because I, you know, it's weird how a coin flip can matter so much because you def- you win the flip, you defer to the second half, so you have everything there. You didn't score in the first half. I really thought that changed everything.
4: Absolutely, um, to be able to come out with that first possession, uh, was able to change the game.
1: Hey, congratulations on the win. I know it was a tough one. Enjoy the week off and good luck in Seattle.
4: Thank you very much. Appreciate
1: it. Dakota Dozier with us again, filling in at guard today for Josh Klein. Back to you, Joe.
0: Thank you, Derek. Derek, out at U.S. Bank Stadium, Couch Potato Radio here on the mighty 790 KFGO. Minnesota Vikings over the Denver Broncos. Let's get you back out there with Derek. I thank you, Joe. I'm here with Danielle Hunter.
1: Oh, another nail biter to the end. I mean, I guess that's this break comes at a good time for you, I'm sure, huh? Oh, no, definitely. Um, it was a good fought game. Good comeback. We we had some.
3: Things that we didn't do right in the first half, but we we came out and went to the halftime and we settled down. When we came out, we played fundamental football, played what we needed to do on uh, defense. So um, yeah, offense did their part, special teams did their part, and it came
1: down to all or nothing on defense. So, with the young quarterback, did they show you a lot of different stuff that you can see on film, or? Well, they were just doing a lot of misdirection stuff um, you know stuff that we, we hadn't
3: seen them do before but you know it's football you never know what pe- you never know what to expect from teams you can only practice about what you see
1: and uh, yeah yeah. Well, good good luck against Seattle. Enjoy your week off and uh, enjoy it because these two games, I'm sure, it's been quite a grind against Dallas and De- Denver with these two wild endings. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. Hey, thank you very much. Nope. Yep. Danielle Hunter again with us here at the uh, Vikings locker room. Back to you, Joe, and we'll get head back upstairs to kind of wrap things up.
0: So, as Derek works his way back upstairs at US Bank Stadium, we're going to come from behind wind for the Vikings uh, over Denver. All
1: right, thank you, Joel. Yes, uh, back here at U.S. Bank Stadium is uh, still just uh, in amazement what we saw here today, 27 to 23. The Vikings come back in the second half, 27 unanswered points to defeat the Denver Broncos. They get a bye week, and then they head to Seattle, as you heard me talk with uh, Dionel Hunter and Dakota Dozier, Tyler Conklin, and uh, it, it just one of these uh, crazy games. As I mentioned, uh, James Holm with me, my good friend, uh, uh, longtime, a longtime friend who's now at MSNBC with the AM Joy program. Program, coming out to do a few things, you know, on a personal and uh, professional level here. And uh, James, we thought we saw the uh, beginning of what was the Gophers game yesterday at uh, Kinnick Stadium. Just flat, both sides of the ball, and the explosion in the second half is like something I've never really seen before. I think the only thing similar to be at the Metrodome maybe when you had. Jim Harbaugh throw the ball to Todd Scott a few times. They're down 20 to
5: nothing. But this was a remarkable comeback. That, In fact, that game against the Bears is the last time the Vikings have come back from down 20 points. That those many years ago. Uh, Courtney Cronin of ESPN had pointed out that the Vikings are the first team in the last 40 seasons of the NFL to score on every second half possession and win after trailing by 20 points at the half. So what you saw today was the makings of the Iowa game, also the makings of the Buffalo game last year, a game that they should have won that they totally lost. But you saw the Vikings come off the mat in the second quarter. One thing that, or in the second half, one thing that I did notice throughout the entire first half is Stefan Diggs was very frustrated with what Kirk Cousins was doing. He wasn't even looking at Stefan Diggs' side of the field. After half, you saw Stefan Diggs get into the game, and that's when it looked like the game started to turn around for the purple. Yeah, you know, as
1: we mentioned with uh, Tyler
5: Conklin and Dakota Dozier, one
1: of the things that they did mention to me, James, was the fact that, you know, they proved that they can pass their way to a victory if they have to, and that's very true. I mean, they've been if they can't run the ball, usually they can't win, and they were able to go up against a three-four defense, something that really hasn't been the forte for the Vikings the past how many years? Think about all those years with the Bears, and of course the coach of the Broncos and his success against the Vikings all those years. The fact that you know, Delvin Cook didn't have a big game, and they really the whole running game didn't have a big game, but they were able to crawl back into this thing. It was quite remarkable considering they didn't do it on turnovers either. Usually if you come back from it, you get
5: some turnovers. That wasn't the case. No, There was the one Andrew Sandejo interception at the first half, but other than that 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 didn't lead to points. That's correct, and there were no turnovers there. Delvin Cook ended the day with 26 yards. This is a guy who's led the league in all-purpose yards. He only got 26 yards rushing today. He did have a big swing um, screen pass in the fourth quarter where he got some much-needed yardage at that time. But Kirk Cousins, who pretty much did nothing in the first half, ended up with 317 yards, three touchdowns, including that one to Kyle Rudolph, which basically you or I could have scored on because nobody was even near him. Let's go back to the
1: bad before we t- start talking about the good again. I thought the key moment was, okay, so th- they win the toss and they defer the second half, which always makes me nervous because the defense always seems to start slow. You saw that in Lambeau. You saw that you know against the Bears and they're two of those losses, and they just seem like they're always on their heels. But they hold the Broncos to three. Then the Vikings go out and they get a three out. And where I think the first half, the bad first half, really the tone was set, is a third down on one. And they give the ball to C.J. Ham. You have Delvin Cook. You have Alexander Madison. It looks like he can break a tackle. It seems like the second guy always has to be there to clean up in, in order to bring him down. And they give it to C.J. Ham, who's the guy who's supposed to drive, though. He's not going to get you that yard all the time. And then two other times, they did a quarterback sneak that worked barely and another one that didn't work. I mean, I think this third down and short, they got to revisit that because that C.J. Ham play, I really kind of thought, really put the defense on their heels, having to go back on the field right away.
5: If I'm not mistaken, I believe C.J. Ham motioned himself back into the backfield for that play, so it looked like a, a play that they had designed for C.J. Ham that didn't work. And this comes on the heels last week of them being in Dallas, Delvin Cook scoring on a fourth and one play. They never handed the ball to Delvin Cook on fourth down until the second half of the, this game today. And the Kirk Cousins play did not work the first couple times we saw it, so that's something they really do need to look at. Also, the defense, like you said, did look flat footed throughout the entire first half of this game and that was very similar to what we saw in Green Bay. I think the bothersome part is you look at the past couple of years, how good, even last year when this
1: team wasn't as good, but how good th- this uh, defense under Mike Zimmer has been on third down, getting off the field. And the last few weeks, that hasn't been the case. It wasn't the case against a you know backup quarterback against the Chiefs and Dak Prescott. And I mean, the only person that took the ball of the hands of Dak Prescott was Jason Garrett last week and Colin Moore. I mean, that's something that they got to fix this past defense to be a little bit more aggressive.
5: And this was it was interesting today because there are a couple plays. Is that they got burnt big on. And it looked like both uh, Xavier Rhodes and Trey Waynes were in good positions on passes that they got beat by 30 or 40 yards on each time. So they were kind of snaked by a little bit of bad luck. But it's definitely, it looks like something that the Vikings are struggling with. This is a team that's only given up two rushing touchdowns all season long. But their, uh, their pass defense does leave a lot to be desired. Yeah, no question.
1: Well, it's a, it's a big win for them going into this bye because, you know, and they're undefeated at home still, which is what you want to do, and I've talked about that quite a bit. And now you go to a game where now you have a little bit more breathing room because Seattle's always been a tough place for the Vikings to play. You're going up against a guy and Russell Wilson who's always been a tough matchup because of that run pass option that he brings, and – You know, it's it's a game that you want to win, but you don't have to win it. Now, even though you're trying, still trying to catch the Packers, looking at the schedule when it comes out in March, you're thinking, oh, that's always a tough game. You drop a game against Denver at home, then you're really scrambling because you you don't want to give any. You still want to keep on the tail of the Packers because it's still there for you, especially if you win on December 23rd.
5: Well, and the Vikings right now are are staring a 15 day break in the face, which is kind of an amazing thing for the NFL, especially after the 11 week of the season, that they're not only going to get a bye week, they're going to get an extra day because they play that game in Seattle on Monday Night Football, which should make the West Coast road trip a more desirable one for the Minnesota Vikings. Will they be able to get Adam Thielen back, Linval Joseph, and even Harrison Smith, who missed the last half of this game today with some sort of an injury? It's going to be a time for the Vikings to have two plus weeks to heal up and get set for a playoff run, which I think is going to be beneficial to Zimmer and this team yeah especially since you know
1: i mean i think they obviously want to win the division but you know the, i think the biggest thing with this team is to get hot and get in the tournament you know with the panthers getting crushed today by atlanta i mean that's you know certainly something that, i mean there's a little bit more room for error if you don't you know win the division but still you don't want to play three road games to try to get to the super bowl only a few teams have done it like the 2010 Packers, but it can be done. But and I think that's what I look at with this team. They got some holes. They got some cushion on defense that they need to hold. But if you can get hot, get in the tournament, that's what it really comes down to. That's what these guys talk about all the time.
5: And their last their last three division games this year are going to be in this building, U.S. Bank Stadium, including the one against the, De- the Detroit Lions early in December. So you get the Lions, the Bears, and the Packers to come in here. They'll not only control their own destiny when it comes to a playoff run, they could still make a run at the division if they hold serve against those teams here at the bank yeah
1: no doubt and if uh, the Packers could drop one of those divisional games it really would be key that's why you know that those goofy uh, calls that we've been talking about that Monday night football game with the Lions where the Lions had it right in their hands that still is looming large right now when you put it that way
5: well and the fact that Philadelphia is the team that has beat Green Bay and Minnesota is the team that's beat Philadelphia I believe Green Bay's next game is against San Francisco if I'm not mistaken so the schedule doesn't get any easier for the Packers no that's that's for sure. Well, it's
1: been a wild weekend. The Vikings ended on a good note because it was kind of a rough one for a lot of Minnesota sports fans. You and I, uh, well, they lost to the Juggernaut, which is Caledonia. and Ada bore up. Uh, Norman County West lost on the Minnesota side, and you know, locally, uh, Bismarck—I uh, should say—Bismarck uh, Century wins over West Fargo Cheyenne. Hillsboro Central Valley, congratulations. Uh, NDSU wins. UND wins a big uh, game. Concordia and Moorhead State. Moorhead State. It's been—it hasn't been Moorhead <laughs> State, and that's exactly exhausted I am from this uh, game here at U.S. Bank Stadium, but the Dragons win, so a fun weekend, but the uh, Gophers loss still is haunting me. Alright, James, thanks so much. It's been fun having you around.
5: It's been fun being here at the bank today. Thanks, Derek.
1: you bet. James Holm again. He, he's a frequent guest to me on various shows that I do. Uh, producer of AM Joy on MSNBC. You can catch that show each and every Saturday and Sunday morning, 9 o'clock Central Time on MSNBC. Joel, thanks so much for helping us out back at the studio, and again, we will uh, uh, be back tomorrow. I'm going to be filling in for Tyler Axis on Afternoons Live at 2 o'clock, recapping uh, this game and much, much more the big weekend that was. And we'll also talk about the world, the news, politics, pop culture, you name it. And the fact that, uh, my goodness, everywhere I go, I'm hearing Christmas music already. It's in the middle of November, for crying out loud. But we got to Sunday Night Football tonight. It's uh, not a bad one. Kind of interesting as far as wildcard playoff implications are concerned. I think, you know, whoever loses is out with uh, Joel's Bears taking on the Rams. NFL Sunday from Westwood Westwood 1 starts at 6.30. So, again, for James Holm, I'm Derek Hansen. Joel Morgan, we'll get back to you uh, in the studio here. Thanks so much for helping us out and uh, Meet the Press. Coming up shortly here on the mighty 790 KFGL, the next full couch potato radio is coming up on Wednesday
0: night, 7 o'clock after the Twins Hot Stove show in Hennessy on Hockey.